0: We're at the corner. down What's up,
1: everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dan Cable Presents Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the program. If this is your first time checking out the show, you can find fresh episodes coming at you every Friday. And if you want to help support the podcast in a free way, which I I know you want to do, uh, you can do so by clicking subscribe on iTunes, clicking write a review, say a few nice words, Give the podcast five stars if you feel like it is deserving of so. And that will help propel the podcast into the tops, the tops of the iTunes charts and uh, making it more visible for strangers on a on a national level and an international level. It's just great for the growth and visibility of the show. And it's, uh, it's a great way to contribute. Like I said, it's free. It just takes a few minutes of your time. And uh, it's much appreciated. I uh, definitely appreciate all the folks that have already taken the time to do so, taking that next step in uh, supporting this thing. But uh, I appreciate everybody just tuning in, checking out the show. You can also check out the Dan Cable Presents YouTube channel, which features a bunch of in-studio performances, live show performances. There's a short documentary on a band called Tribe Mars up there. Uh, Hundreds of videos up there all kinds. uh, And uh, yeah, you can click subscribe there as well. And that will keep you up to date. It'll give you a notification when uh, new videos hit the feed. Hoping some new videos hit the feed. Maybe this week, maybe this coming week, you'll have to subscribe and see what happens. Maybe you get some strange hotels videos live from the Doug Fir coming at you. Maybe that's happening, but uh, I don't know. Who's to know? The subscribers, they know uh central location to find everything the uh, new episode always uploads there as well but if you subscribe on itunes it will uh it will do the same or wherever you're listening if you just hit this subscribe it'll let you know when the the new episode pops up there if you want to hit me with an email dancable presents at gmail.com send me your questions your complaints your uh you know, maybe the the local Portland bands that you might want to hear on this podcast, or if you want to just send in some tunes from local bands from the city that you're listening into, maybe to get featured on one of the playlist episodes, I'm about that as well. So hit me there, follow me uh, at Dan Cable Presents on Instagram. That is uh, where I'm most active on the social medias, and always trying to shout out the shows. That are going on here in Portland. Ones that I'm attending or ones that I would like to attend. And also always keeping people up to date with what's going on at the library venue on, on Hawthorne there. 33rd and Hawthorne, the basement of Growler's Tap Room. Always trying to keep people posted on the shows going on there. We got some, uh, some great shows this weekend. If you're listening on release day, hip-hop show going down June 7th. Elton Cray, Harvey Bird. Max 91 and uh, Complete that's going to be a cool R&B Rap Hip Hop Showcase And uh, Blue Crush Is going to be there June 8th with uh, Casual Boyfriend that's going to be Dope and then the following week We got uh, a touring band Called Silver And Gold Silver and Gold is coming through From uh, From the LA area I believe and uh, they're going to be uh, playing with Shotsky, Blossom, and Gwen Hamilton is going to be opening up that show. That's on the 14th at the library. And then the following day, uh, my buddy Charlie from Stoner Control, great episode of this podcast, one I, I thoroughly enjoyed. If you like this band, Castles, you should check out the Stoner Control episode because I feel like they kind of uh, – people might uh, enjoy – there might be a crossover is what I'm trying to say between the uh, the likings of people that like this music and that music. Also, that was just a, a fun band chat that I had with Stoner Control. And this is a fun band chat that I have coming up here with Super Ocean for episode 165 coming at you. But, oh, that's that's a siren. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's happening. It's happening out here in the suburbs. I'll tell you what. Um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, Charlie. Charlie from stoner control put together this bill. Uh, he's going to be playing an acoustic set, which is going to be awesome. And then uh, Sam Greenspan, who's also in stoner control, also playing a solo set. And then uh, also on the bill is joy press and slender gem So that's June 15th at the library. That's going to be great. Lots of cool shows coming up. Follow me on the uh, social medias to, to find out what else is happening on a week to week basis over there at the library. At Growler's Tap Room, um, oh, one of one other date, June twenty second, I will be doing a uh, little patio set, little DJ sets at Growler's, uh, which is a cool patio area, a couple food trucks there, um, crazy amount of beers on tap. It's kid friendly; you can bring your children there until about eight p.m. and they have like sodas and kombucha and things of that nature on tap as well. And, uh, yeah, so 3 to 5, June 22nd, well, we're doing a happy hour, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., and I'll be spinning the jams. I'm going to be uh, playing a lot of local local jams. I think at least near near 50%, if not at least 50%, will be uh, some different local bands. So I'm stoked to uh, mix that in with a bunch of uh, my favorite songs as well as some classics. So that's going on on June 22nd and that is all the ramblings that i believe i have for you at the top of this episode appreciate the folks tuning in if you're new to this thing if you tuned in to uh hear what what this uh this super ocean episode of the podcast is all about i think you uh picked a good one to tune into and i had a really fun hang with these dudes um Super Ocean was formerly a band called Castles who came on this podcast very early on and um since then I've seen a couple of their shows and then I think their uh Tom, their drummer hit me up uh, maybe 6 months ago to let me know about this this change of of band name and that they were working on some new tunes and whatnot and then some like lineup adjustments and uh we had them at the library a couple times, and they've just put on great shows and just really digging the tunes that they're they're writing right now. And it was really cool to get to uh to hang with them. Three of the four of them were a part of the original podcast that we did as as castles when they were still called castles. and that was that was super early on in this thing. I was definitely. Still trying to get comfortable as somebody interviewing or facilitating a conversation. And um, it, so it was, it was really nice to, to kind of get the opportunity to hang with them and, and do this again um, after we have gotten to know each other a little bit because we're pretty much strangers going to the first one. And I've had the opportunity to kind of chat with them a little bit different shows and whatnot. So I, I think it was it was a little more casual this time, and, and we just kind of had a really cool hang, which is uh, definitely what you want with a band, is just to have a fun hang. And, uh, man, I feel like this is two weeks in a row. I had such a good time with the Get Ahead last week. If you haven't checked out the, the Get Ahead episode, I suggest you check that one out. That was super fun. And then I had um, Super Ocean, this week, so just a uh, really cool hang. Really appreciated it, and these um, these dudes are all just really nice people. And um, if you dig the tunes that we play on this episode at all, maybe you're on the fence. Even if you're on the fence, I would I would very much suggest going to check out the live show because it's uh, it's getting quite good and and very engaging. Lots of fun to watch. So. Uh, check out their new EP. It's uh, it's self-titled Super Ocean EP, and um, that's available on all the streaming services. I'll put the links in the episode notes that, so that you can follow the band on their social medias or and whatnot. And uh, please don't forget to leave your iTunes reviews if you have that three minutes in you. It's super appreciative. Can't stress the importance of it enough. So, please hit it with a review. We're trying to get over the the 100 review um, mark. So, subscribe. Subscribe. Rate the podcast. Say a few nice words. Give it the five stars. Do the whole dandy. It's much appreciated. And uh, thank you for tuning in once again. We've got episode 165 is coming at you. We're kicking it off with the first track off of that new super ocean EP. It's called animal collar. Let's do the damn thing. So Ready to jump into the thing. Super Ocean. Back on the program, kind of. Kind of for return to the podcast as uh, you came on. I think it was like the first 10 episodes of this podcast that Castles came on to the podcast. Yeah, Which like that was the, when you
2: you really skyrocketed, like right after you shot our video. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at this video. I see like 1 million views
1: on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, no, that was crazy. Lots um, of downvotes. It really uh, just blew off the roof for this podcast. And uh, 155 episodes later, there's still no sponsorship from that skyrocket, I but. Know. But it, um, I think
2: the money, the YouTube money is coming. But <laughs> yeah, what a weird thing, though. Like, we were called Castles. We changed our name to Super Ocean. There was, like, some a Welsh band named Castles, uh, UK or
3: something. So I listened remember.
1: to them today. Oh, cool. Yeah, check it they, out. Wait,
2: are they better
3: than us, though?
1: I mean, they're heavier.
3: That was, like, that heavy <laughs> metal band, right?
1: They, yeah, they're kind of like a metalcore band where there's, you know, like, there's some melodics singing, but there's also, like, a lot of growling and screaming.
3: Did you just growl? i I was enticed by that That (laughs) jason got excited That possibility he's like oh
1: man there's a mic in front of my face
4: sing metalcore music (laughs) yeah but uh like they were just they
2: were just way better than us so we had to change our name um but yeah no we're we're happier as super ocean it's more fun i think
1: yeah it's crazy though that was uh that was three years ago that you were on the podcast which is kind of wild yeah, I didn't realize that like that much time had gone by, but so uh, he lost
4: all that weight. He finally started hitting the gym. Yeah, <laughs>
3: he was in the gym way before
2: I was in the. Well, yeah, he I was, was hitting it hard.
3: The he only was difference able to cut
2: off
4: all those Big Macs that he was eating every day.
3: Yeah,
2: well, the only difference between me then and now is like fewer uh, jumbo cookies. <laughs> I used to. I see like two a day.
1: What kind of what, jumbo cookies? Talk to like, me about a jumbo cookie.
2: I mean, I know you do some some bakery stuff yourself. So as as a cookie head, like <laughs> as I, a fellow <laughs> cookie head, listen.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I do fuck with cookies pretty heavy, yeah, mostly but, because like one of my best friends is just like, I don't know. Every time we're hanging out, he's just like, "You want to go get some cookies?" And it's like, "Yeah, let's let's go check out some cookies." So I've <laughs> I've done some exploring in this city. I'll tell you that, but. <laughs> What, like, what is this jumbo cookie situation? It is,
2: well, no, nah, it's just like, I'm like vegetarian. I It's hard for me to pack on calories. So, like, I was eating way too many cookies, but I've reduced it my This wasn't intake. supposed
4: to be a segue.
2: Yeah, anyway.
1: But Wait, are so the cookies... But, like, talk to me about the actual cookies. Like, <laughs> What is in the jumbo yeah, cookie? like, why is it so... Why, why do you just speak like, so highly you, of these cookies? It's
2: pretty much just the fact you got to, like, if you're trying to, like maintain weight or build muscle you you just have to have stuff that you can eat every day so is this a protein like
1: like a protein cookie no just
2: bad for you cookies like just you just get them anywhere uh or you make them you like safeway or something okay but yeah now i'm trying to go to the vegan cookies now like new seasons but
1: all right they're like (laughs) anyway so three years ago (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, he had all that
4: long hair, and I couldn't grow a beard yet.
1: Oh yeah, Jason wasn't in the band. I wasn't even here. Also, but yeah. hey, did you did did anybody tell you that Cody is the only person that's ever brought notes in to the podcast? I, yeah, I heard about this. All right, I was just making sure. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't feel so like, notes, uh, you should be I on the outside. I was interested
4: to see if there would be notes again, <laughs> a second time. I think
1: it would have been pretty epic, but um, just gonna put know, away
4: my fifty percent note taking. <laughs> not brought bad, notes. You know, so yeah.
1: Uh, so what, what like sparked the the name change? Let's I start th- with that.
2: I think it's like we always loved like grandiose imagery. So, I mean, large bodies of water is always a good <laughs> choice. Super ocean is it's like <clears throat> an ocean that covers a supercontinent, which
3: there used to be one, Pangaea. But cue it, image of ocean behind the couch.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's also. It's partly just aesthetic. It sounds cool. Two cool words that are cool together.
1: But like, was there, was that other band named Castles a driving force for the actual change, or were you, you, did you guys just decide that you wanted to?
3: I think it's more change things things up. Just like you were just a change in mindset a little bit. Okay, a change in the people that we're with. Yeah, I don't think I had anything
4: to do with it, but I feel like at some point you guys just were like. Hey, so we want to change the band name. And I was like, okay. And that was like, honestly, as far as I remember it really going. Because,
1: <laughs> Jason, when you started playing with them, you guys were still called Castles yeah. at that mm-hmm. point?
4: Yeah. Yeah. I started, I, th- I think I played, uh, I started playing with them like a year ago, about a year ago. I'm like, I've known Cody forever, obviously, and I've seen them play as Castles like a whole bunch of times. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like a thing they wanted to do for whatever reason.
5: Well, we had a struggle finding a bassist. A pretty heavy struggle. It took about a year. A lot of Craigslist. Yeah, ads. you guys
1: took some time away from yeah, playing for a yeah. little while.
5: So I think when we found Jason, he was the bassist that we were looking for. So that's when we changed our name.
1: Right on. And you feel like that's that's uh, kind of the the start of... Just like a, a, fret, a fresh start for this band then? Yeah, in I mean, it's
2: kind of like... Our previous, you know, like our first EP is still like part of our discography, but uh, our sound has definitely like changed. We're doing much poppier stuff. Like our song structures are very like, you know, get to that chorus and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, no, like we're, I feel like our sound is like way better now. Just kind of deserved
4: a name change. They're way they're way better with me and the band, honestly. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's what I was trying it. to say earlier. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I could uh, I would agree that you, you, Jason, add something to this band that I dig quite a bit. Like I, there's think, at there, least something. I think I think there's a new groove to the band in general. <laughs> like there It's the
4: beard, isn't it? Whether or not I'm adding <laughs> it is a different question, but <laughs> but I am a different person.
1: Uh, were you of aware of castles then oh yeah knowing cody yeah yeah i mean i i
4: i like i played the first show i think that cody ever played was but with anyone was actually with me i played drums we played a show where it was just cody and me this is like eight years ago or something like a really long time ago like before cody had a band he was like i want to play a show and i was like i'll play drums and then we'll just play a show like why not
0: yeah, I that think was it only cool. happened
4: once or twice though. Yeah, it wasn't like a band at that point. It was just like a random show. Both those
2: places we played at two places. They're both like gone. One was Ella Street Social Club, I think. Whoa, <laughs> we played there. I yeah, I mean that's what I remember. I don't remember that at all.
4: <laughs> I remember playing at Backspace. That's the one. Yeah. I Yeah,
1: these are like very old school, like Portland establishments that no longer exist.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Illustrator didn't exist for very long. I think it only existed for like a couple of years.
1: Yeah, what a weird place. Like you would
2: like walk in through like a like urine-soaked hallway. It
4: was just like, it was like on the inside of like some like, like, I don't remember that, but, but they didn't have a sign and it was like right next to what's now the Timber Stadium, which at this point would be a very weird spot to put a venue for sure. And it didn't last very long, but anywho, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, we've been friends forever. I, I think, Cody, the first time you ever played at, at all was you played solo, like, at my house. Was it at my house? uh yeah, it was box like, house?
2: Yeah, it was, like, a house party thing. That was, like, back in the, I did some, like, solo stuff. that was, like, it, it was vaguely, like, neo-folk, kind of. It was just, like, me and a guitar back when you could kind of do that more easily. Right
4: in that, like, Before fleet. you forgot how to play right. guitar.
2: Yeah.
1: Are, we, are we talking, like, just, like, post-high school at this point no this was
4: like 2010 okay maybe 2009 2010
2: yeah it wasn't that long ago but it does like bring to mind like just the age of like all those bands like fleet foxes and stuff where it's like oh yeah just like pick up an acoustic guitar and like start playing and you'll be amazing like (laughs) all these and amazing
5: it was you just saw
1: you were gonna be iron and wine and shit yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like he can do it (laughs) i like it i like it um were you a fan of, like, the, the castle stuff?
4: Yeah, totally. I mean, mostly I was stoked to, like, see Cody play shows because, like, we've known each other, our, like, our almost ent- entire lives.
1: So you had, like, seen the band play before then?
4: Yeah. Oh, well? yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, like, they practiced in my basement before. Or, no, like, so I lived in a house, and then Cody moved into the house, and they practiced in the basement, like, before I moved out.
1: So you're, like, real familiar with these dudes Yeah. for a while?
4: Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah.
1: And then, and how did it work out that uh, that Jason started playing with you guys?
2: Oh yeah, I guess I. I think mean, he just asked me. I think I just asked. Jason. <laughs> it's like, dude, like, well, oh yeah, you know we my band.
1: <laughs> you know my band that practices. Here? Well,
4: because I also I think was that that was in the time where I wasn't actually playing in any bands. Like I I took a break from playing in bands for like a year and a half, and I think Cody asked me to play in that time span. And so, like, I wanted to play in a band again in general, but also I was like, I had basically been waiting for Cody to ask me to play in his band. Like, I'm pretty sure I was like, Cody, can I play in your band? Like, yeah. at some point. And he, and he was totally like, Yeah, he was like, ah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I was like, Okay, <laughs> fine. Whatever. Like, just say no. It's fine. But yeah. And then, like, eventually he like actually asked me, like, Do you want to play in my band? And I was like,
3: Yeah. We should probably then note that. This was like after the third or fourth, maybe fifth basis that we tried out. They he tried finally, to find someone else. He really finally hard. decided to ask you.
1: <laughs> so you guys tried out I'm like people. the fourth or fifth choice. Was, yeah.
3: It was a significant amount, yeah.
2: But also the best choice. I'll say yeah. that.
1: <laughs> did did any of them like get past like an initial like jam?
2: We were I mean, we were rolling with one guy for it was almost a year About a year, yeah.
1: But still like it playing was, playing out here and there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
2: Like we did play some shows with him, but I missed that era it, of the band. <laughs> the thing is like, it was like mostly his schedule was so shot that we were practicing like once every month or every two months. And it was just like, we were like barely sort of seeing if it worked
1: for sure. Um, just cause it's been a while and, and I'm, I'm sure there's not that many people that have been listening uh, since the beginning of all of these episodes. Um, remind me of how Tom, you, and Cody, and Eric all got together. It was a Craigslist situation, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, so baby. Cody, Cody, Cody found put you on, on a, Craigslist. Cody
3: found me. I you played already in playing his... with Eric? No. Or
1: were you two already playing together? No, no
3: one was playing no. together at all. Alright. Yeah, Cody put out a Craigslist ad. I
1: remember that part. And I
3: went and played in his parents' almost attic, but upstairs, like bed- guest bedroom for like Six months? Yeah, eight months. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sick. <laughs> how old good were you
1: times. guys? How old were you guys? Was like this was like five years. Four,
3: ago. Year, four five but like years how, ago, yeah.
1: how old? That's that's no different it was longer for, ago than that. It has to be longer. How old would you years? say at the would you were? Fuck yes. Yeah. Twenty five. <laughs> that's awesome. Drinking beer in the yeah. That's so good. I love it. <laughs>
3: so yeah, you just I guess were you living there?
1: Yes, but, you know,
0: briefly. <laughs>
1: Dude, that's totally cool. I just think it's awesome that you're just like fucking jamming it out there in the attic.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, that, you know, then we get done with practice. We'd go downstairs. And then every once in a while, his mom would be like, hey, you want to like stay for dinner?
1: Hell yeah. That <laughs> yeah, was good. We should that's do that again.
2: Tight. Yeah. My parents are open to that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when that's happening. We'll but then a, another, We'll have a dinner table podcast.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. And then another uh, Craigslist ad. After that, Eric came on.
1: Okay,
5: yeah. And you had moved on to Jason's house at that point. Yeah, so yeah. That oh, was you in grew in the up a little bit.
1: Oh, you didn't get the. No, oh, I didn't. Unfortunately. Oh, what a bummer. <laughs> One day. It's
0: good. It was you all, all the way
1: out like, in Beaverton. You should have a yeah. reunion jam there once a <laughs> while. You know, just a we
0: house, just show. A house show there for sure. You know, it's guys, important. we're announcing
2: a house show parents house in Beaverton <laughs>
1: I think it's important to tap into the raw energy that got everything going you know and you just need to go back to that space sometimes
2: <laughs> there's just something about that space you gotta go back
1: um I would imagine that that year or so before like in between finding Jason that was a pretty frustrating time for you as a band is that yeah it's true?
2: Like, I mean it's weird cause like if you're like If you haven't been in a band, you might be like, oh, just find a bassist. It's like you got to find someone who can, like, write stuff, who can, like, play super well, who is, like, dedicated. It's like, I don't know. You got a
3: vibe with them, too. You got a vibe with them. Yeah. I bring a
2: lot of vibes. He's So many vibes. (laughs) Jason (laughs)
1: brings all the vibes. Um,
2: Yeah, it was kind of frustrating. We we actually basically basically had this, like... EP, which we didn't release. So there's like a secret unreleased EP almost that we just couldn't really release because of the time frame.
1: Yeah, because so I like, remember even when you guys came in to the studio initially, you already had the first EP out. That was already out. And you were already talking about like recording another thing. Yeah, it's, I feel like.
2: No, yeah. It's like, you know, maybe we'll release it as like B-sides or something, but it's like mixed and mastered but um yeah but due to that don't tell (laughs) the million viewers on youtube (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah due to the time frame it's like we couldn't (laughs) really release that we had to like i don't know it was uh a bit tough to get keep things going for that like
1: you're Um, we didn't
3: want to release it and like not even be able to play
1: shows and yeah did you guys think about just like not doing this at all like was there that did it hit that point at all? I don't think so. Right on, never never came to my mind. Right on, um, Jason. Like what? Dedicated forever. what?
0: <laughs>
1: is there is there something specific that like drew you into what they were doing, or was it just like the excitement of you know breaking your hiatus from not playing in yeah. bands at all? Like that, yeah,
4: like just wanting to play in a band, and also just mostly being excited to play in Cody's band because like I had watched him like because he, he didn't start playing music until like after college really like you didn't play a show i don't think until after college so like we were like 21 or 22 like i played i started playing music like in elementary school so that was like a thing for me forever and like cody didn't really like you always were into music mostly the smashing pumpkins (laughs) uh but um like you didn't start playing music until later and so like once cody started playing music i mean that's why i think why i played that original show with cody like however long ago that was but like just wanting to be part of it, you know, like, cause he's like, he's like my oldest friend and like, just really wanted to be like involved essentially. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I I had asked him, I I think I point blank said like, Cody, can I be in your band? And he was like, well, you know, we got some stuff we got to do and things I got to deny and other stuff like that. So I'm not really sure. And I was like, oh, okay. Like he doesn't want me to be in his band, which is, <laughs> like totally, which is totally fine. Like I understand why that would be the case, you know, like because people get weird about that. Well, like, with yeah. Playing with other musicians. It changes musicians.
1: relationships sometimes too, like especially oh, yeah. if you're friends with people already, you know. I feel yeah, like sure.
4: Would... Well, and, and I, you know, there's always like those people, it's like the person who like wants to sit at your lunch table, but you like don't really want them to sit at your lunch table.
1: Jason, you know what I mean? Can,
4: you can always see it in my lunch. Oh game. yes, I knew it.
1: Um, but Junior like, high trauma for this guy, dude. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. No, no, but like sometimes, <laughs> no, like, Jason. I, I let's know how talk it was, about it. Okay. Yeah, like no, I, because I, like I know it's weird. Like sometimes people are like too forward about it or whatever. Yeah. And so like I was like, okay, sure. Like I didn't, you know, I never. Met, I think I like probably never brought it up because I didn't want to be like that guy. Or but whatever. yeah, for
2: real. So like, it, like <clears throat> we could have totally had you in the band. Like even like you came in last year. It could have been like two years ago. If we could have been from a the lot, beginning almost
4: a yeah. lot of a lot of could
2: Yeah, I know. Should've why didn't us. you ask him then?
1: Yeah, why were you on I, Craigslist? Let's put, Cody, let's put Cody on the spot. I, know, think Cody I think there stuff. were
2: <laughs> I, that's a good question. Well, I think there are various reasons. Yeah, man. Why are
1: like, you putting everything on everybody else? Why are you asking me yeah. about the 3D printing? What do you think? Do you think that you can print a cake with a 3D printer? Right. I know this is before Mike talk, but
2: yeah, let's get back. Let's no. get back to that. <laughs>
1: but, uh, no. um
2: yeah we were talking about 3d printing cakes um but
4: no but i was just stoked to play music with cody basically yeah I, i i mean i've seen them play over the years like in you know various incarnations with the original bass player and with the the guy that was playing bass before me
1: um did it seem to work for everybody like right away with jason yeah
3: i'd say so yeah
1: D- the first time you guys all jammed together, were you like, oh, like this dude should definitely be our bass player or did it take a few hangs to like get it dialed in where you were convinced that it was a good fit? Well, we didn't have a bass player for like six
5: months, so we were pretty desperate at that point. Yeah, <laughs> So Jason's are hit a really low point, I think.
0: Something
1: <laughs> about uh,
4: scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Tough crowd, huh, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jason's
4: playing is like amazing. He's <laughs> awesome. He's like nah. Well, it was also fun because like I've I've only actually played bass in one other band, like been the bass player.
1: Yeah, I was gonna but ask you. I
4: had played some. I had played some shows on bass. At least one, like in college, like ra- random things, where it's like somebody couldn't make it, so I just like f- sat in or whatever. Yeah. But I had only ever played bass in one other band. Uh, like sort of like leading into the same time period that I started playing with them. And I was just like stoked to play. Like I I mostly played drums. And so like I had been trying to not play drums for like 10 years basically. But I just kept getting stuck playing drums all the time. And so I was like kind of stoked to like play something else basically.
1: What, uh, what was your, like what's your first instrument? Is the drums. The drums? Yeah. And then you also played guitar then?
4: Yeah, I started playing guitar like in high school, something like that. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, playing bass is really fun for me because I I think it's, like, it's it's fun because I I don't have to worry about, like, I don't have to worry about chords because you only usually play one string. (laughs) Sometimes you play two strings, but that's about as much as you do. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I've started playing that more recently in my life, like, in band situations, and uh, it's just kind of fun because, like, I can just sit there and play bass. I don't have to worry about, like, other stuff.
1: And were you guys pretty adamant about Jason playing the parts that were previously recorded on the uh on the older tracks oh
2: yeah we kind of like i think like our first practice sessions it was like all pretty much all new songs so like we've gone back to like uh maybe like three or four the older songs but like for you know like for the most part he was like writing that new stuff
1: okay so you were like just kind of thrown right into the the new jam so it was like pretty collaborative from yeah. the get go, we played some of the older songs, which I already knew from like
4: watching them play more or less. For sure, and I feel like I might have even asked, like, "Do you want me to like? Is this what you want it? Is this right?" I was like, "Is this right? Like, am I playing this right?" And they were kind of just like, "Oh yeah, it sounds right to me. Like, kind of do whatever you want. You know, like I don't play any of the older songs drastically different. They're all relatively similar. But yeah, I would say yeah, definitely col- collaborative, for
1: sure. Tom's it change like the way you approach your playing at all, playing with." A different bass player, since like I don't know. I feel like the rhythm section is obviously like <laughs> a. It's important that it's locked in, so yeah. I would I would think that you are, you are the most affected by <laughs> this this. Uh, how you do know, I affect? You sh- yeah, I think how do you get? <laughs>
0: I think
3: you affect me in a good way. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it changed my playing, but I think it does help to have someone <clears throat> that. You know, is sort of locked in and is clued into what I'm doing, and I'm clued into what he's doing, and we're able to also just collaborate to like work out our parts in tandem sometimes, which is nice. When you know, I think some of our the previous people we've played with, they weren't necessarily interested in that. They were like, "Yeah, let's. I'm gonna play this," and that was about it. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
4: I think like like being a drummer also like definitely helps play bass more than it helps play guitar as far as like trying to lock in with the drums. Because like a lot of the time I'm paying attention to like what he's doing and I'm trying to match whatever that is. Whereas like if you're playing guitar, it's not, you know, it's like not as much of a inter- integrated thing. Uh, but yeah, definitely like I feel like I'll ask Tom, like what are you playing in that one part? I want to play whatever, I want to match up with you somehow. Uh, or, you know, just trying to like be more integrated with like fills and random, you know, riffs and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel, um, like I guess your first show as Super Ocean—that was that library show, the first one, right? I think so. Yeah, it was either the first or second. Um, it was the that, yeah. Our
3: our first Super Ocean band was at the or,
0: yeah. Okay. No,
3: no,
4: no. We played the we played the house show at
3: Greg's oh, house. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. okay. They, I think it was the first well, show one at of a the venue. Fr-
4: one of
1: the first. Shows like
0: yeah. as Super Ocean. I think
4: it was the second
1: show. But and, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know, man. I thought you guys were, you know, when I first met you guys and saw your band a couple times, I thought you were a cool band. And, but that that first library show that I saw you, I was like, oh, you guys are like fucking rad now. Like, I don't know, it just seems like you've been, been putting in the time. It seems very three tight. years later. It seems tight to me. Well, also then I realized that today I was like, oh yeah, the, well they better be better. <laughs> it's like yeah. three years. <laughs> yeah. But low bar. I do. I do. Uh, I see a new energy in your band, and it, and I don't know if it's like. I would think that the addition of this dude helps that. Oh um, yeah, it's all him. It just looks like you guys are having more fun than I've seen in the past. It's definitely. I don't much- know if it feels that way at all or if it's just because everybody's more comfortable, you know, but it just it just looks like you guys are having a good time instead of just like worrying about making sure the songs sound good, you know?
2: Yeah, I think that's part of it. Like we're like I'm a little better with the whole stage presence thing, I guess. Uh but yeah, it's like we're I think part of it our songs are a little more fun like I'm not Doing any like downer songs that are like ten minutes long? We don't have any
3: more like <laughs> seven minute epic slow songs. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. It's a little, it's a little tighter, but um, cool. I th-
4: I think the songs are 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 peppier. Yeah. Than than yeah. the older stuff might have been. Not that that's necessarily a good or bad thing, but I think they are like a little more. There's there's more energy in the music as well as like you're saying. Yeah, just like how we're playing it.
1: Yeah, man, they're fun. like. There's just a lot of fun jams. Like, uh, this is a great time for a little musical break. We'll get into uh, a song that that seems to move pretty good, and it's it's Saturday World, and yeah, this song and the first song we played, Animal Caller, I love both of those songs very much. Like, I think the Thanks. other other two songs are great on the on the self titled EP that you guys put out recently. But man, these first two jams, I was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This was, like, I saw it as a, a step up, like, this whole super ocean transition. It's like, oh, like, these guys are making some, like, really cool music right now. And, uh, yeah, it's just kind of cool to witness that from, from seeing what it was three years ago and just kind of seeing, like, the whole demeanor kind of change of the band in my, from, like, what I'm observing. Thanks. And it sounds like that's, like, what it's been like from from talking to you guys about it a bit, so...
4: Yeah, thanks, man. Definitely. Yeah,
1: absolutely. This is uh, this is Super Ocean with uh, Saturday World. this kind of new name overhaul comes this this uh, this new EP to kind of reintroduce yourselves as Super Ocean to people. Um, what was like the first song out of this batch of tunes that, that came to the band and kind of got everything going for this,
2: this like, EP? Chronologically, maybe Saturday World was the first song that we had, but I think like once we had the song Animal Caller, we were like we have to like record some stuff immediately uh that song was like the most we just felt it's like the most rocking it's like a single like instantly i think like the first day we played that we were just like yeah this this rules <laughs> i remember being stoked on it yeah instantly it was pretty cool it was like it ended up having like well i i, I think of it as sort of like a almost disco-y beat at like the chorus but <laughs> um but yeah, no, like I was—I remember I was imagining it like totally different, and then it came out like totally different than I thought, but like way more amazing. Um, but yeah, it's like that song, where like this is super catchy. Has an instrumental part that's catchy. The chorus is catchy. It's like just you gotta roll with it.
1: Was it hard for you, Cody, to kind of like get more into these like tighter structured songs and kind of like? Trim some of the the longer.
2: Not, yeah, it's like jams. Kind of, it's like I would always like. I guess before now, I would, I would usually think of like, oh, what's a what's a unique song structure I can use? But it's it's like nobody cares. Just like freaking, <laughs> just like create something that is just use what already exists. Like you gonna know, make verse, a lot of rush
4: fans angry with
2: that yeah. statement. Yeah, well. Let them let them talk.
1: I think the deal is is that yeah, like there's some music that is really dope because it's interesting, but just because you make interesting choices and make interesting music, it doesn't mean that it's good.
4: Yeah, I, well, <laughs> sometimes I think there. I think like like Cody's saying with that song, in particularly, it was like we were really stoked on it as soon as we played it. We were like, oh, this is like super fun to play and it sounds awesome, like, we got to, like, dig into this kind of a thing.
1: Yeah, and obviously, dude, like, your your songwriting was there from the beginning. Like, I like the jams that you guys were playing before. It just, It just does seem like you all are kind of tapping into something different and a little more focused and kind of introducing some different sounds into the band.
2: Yeah, I think what's weird is, like, I remember we used to really talk a lot, like while we were like writing songs. It seems like we would like spend all this time on little like minutia and stuff. But now that we don't do that as much, I think we're better. Maybe because we're just like we're all like just you know we're just letting it flow and just all and we're also all just better now, like <laughs> at all our parts. I think.
3: Well, we probably trust each other a little bit more. Just yeah. like do the minutia on your own rather than like having right. to. Mm-hmm. Chat yeah, through every little thing.
2: Right. We've we've graduated from like micromanaging each other. <laughs>
5: yeah. Also, Animal Caller it. was our first keyboard song in the band. I know we've had some other oh, little yeah. ones, but
1: that one was like our first keyboard song.
5: Yeah. And it, now every song is <laughs> a keyboard song. Cody yeah. Cody's
1: trying
4: to wean out the yeah, like, literally literally
5: new sounds.
1: That was so that sick though. Using. That was like one of the first things I noticed. like, oh fuck. Like Cody also has keys on stage and um especially with the the EP release show man that set was uh like really impressive to me the way the way you guys presented yourself in that set it was it seems like you're really making an effort to like create this seamless set you know where songs just transition right into each other and it just looks like you guys are spending a lot of time trying to you know put something together that is uh I don't know, just very very tight and uh engaging. Like the show is engaging now, I feel like it. And and one of those things I think is like watching you kind of bounce from guitar to the keys or or whatever and and the way that you you are all are uh Making these transitions happen and and doing it without like fucking it up most of the time, you know. Like I think that no, I think like
0: I noticed noticed you said most of the time. Um, (laughs) No, I think that's (laughs) I think that's
1: (laughs) like yeah. I mean, there
4: were a few glaring mistakes that stood out to me.
1: (laughs) I didn't mean that. All right. Yeah, I think it's great. Like I feel like
4: we definitely worked super hard between like that first library show. Between the first show we did and then the EP release show, definitely, like, we very intentionally were like, let's make the set, like, front to back and, like, put it all together yeah. versus just, like, leaving dead space between songs or, like, kind of playing songs. However, we kind of, like, we didn't think about it a whole lot, I feel like, as much before that.
1: Yeah. But I it, mean, was,
4: it was definitely more like, a, I, I, want, I don't even want to say curated I think anyone who uses that word is the worst You want to keep <laughs> the energy. Yeah, yeah, trying yeah, trying to keep it flowing like from from the beginning to the end instead of having like lull periods or whatever.
1: Yeah. Cuz that that first show was great and I was just like so stoked that you guys wanted to have your release show there again, but then it was just like that release show set was just very dialed in and I just thought yeah, I just thought you guys kind of like held it down and was just like, yeah, we're a cool band. Like, we're we're, we're doing cool stuff, too.
2: <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, we did announce that at the start of the show that we we're a cool
4: band.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah, that is that how really you started helped. the set.
1: I remember. Yeah, it's always a good way to we start. We will
4: continue announcing it every time.
1: Uh, well, definitely, it
3: definitely helps that the library space just sounds so good.
1: Oh, yeah. That it's, space a, is a great. it's a
3: good space. It is a cool space. It's got good vibes. It's just sort of like fun to play there.
1: See this, everybody. Tom knows how to get shows booked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I
3: mean, <laughs> but, it, but it, like,
4: really? No, no. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, got, been, like, it's, it's, like, it's got like, it's like, it's got like house show vibes, but like with all the benefits of playing at a place, you right? Know what I mean, which not like hardly no places that are able to like capture that in that kind of way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's very cool.
2: Top so five venues in Portland for sure.
1: Feel mm-hmm. very fortunate to like get to have that space to. You know, book out. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having us play Um, both times. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I was gonna ask you about the keys because you're implementing more keys into this band. Is that because you're using keys um, as a writing tool more for yourself?
2: I think if I had to say like one thing, it's literally that you can hear the keys better than my guitar. (laughs) Like it just. And maybe that's cuz I wash out my guitar too much with like mod reverb and stuff but
1: Oh there's uh, there's no effects in your band. <laughs> yeah. None, yeah. dude. I think it's really stripped me. down. It's on, really nice that Eric's yeah. able
4: to plug straight into the amp with yeah. a clip-on tuner and nothing else. <laughs> it's really
3: hard to escape the the Eric blanket.
1: Yeah, but I think that's another thing that you guys are like have gotten much better at is just like dialing in the tones where everybody's shit is cutting through like really nicely. You know? I think a
4: lot, of, a lot of that's on Eric.
1: It's not just like a wall of sound, yeah
4: you know? I like like in a positive way like like he's got like crazy cool guitar sounds, yeah and i I feel like uh at least my perception, having not been in the band before, like every time we practice, like every time we practice, I feel like I'm like that sounds fucking awesome, like
5: whatever sound you made, make that some more, you know yeah. or whatever. I was gonna say I just bought a new pedal, a new fuzz pedal, and it's gonna blow you guys away, <laughs> <laughs> like sound wise. See you guys later. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah!
1: Twenty
4: twenty, watch out. <laughs>
1: Eric is the pedal guy. I I just the pedal guy. have like I got some about re- twenty pedals. 20. In Are they all? Do you do you have them like all on your pedal board? Oh yeah, all twenty <laughs> of them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, how many how, how many do yeah, you have yeah. on it once too? i
1: want to like, know how many you use like oh during, use every uh, one. during a super ocean set every you use one. every single yeah. pedal dude, be guy, a crime not to. dude how do you even know <laughs> <laughs> which ones are which <laughs> um,
5: good question that's wild <laughs> usually he just closes his eyes and tap dances for a yeah couple, just kind of yeah. a minute or so yeah this
2: one feels good what's your most interesting pedal though? like the sitar
5: Maybe. Star's pretty good. I like that memory man though. Like on Saturday World. Mm -hmm. It's those like crazy effects. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean is it Is the reason you have that many pedals or able to even like implement that many pedals is because most of them aren't like guitar sounds. Yeah.
5: So there's like organ, sitar. Okay. It's just kind of the variety, you know? Yeah. And you can layer them so it just like, just sounds like you get some crazy sounds out of You'll it. You'll
3: have like five on at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah.
5: <laughs> I, I think what's crazy to me is like, I don't, I, I like sold
4: guitar pedals to people for like five years and you like make sounds and I'm like, I have no idea how he made this <laughs> Like the I Metroid can see the pedals sound. that are there. Yeah, like the Metroid sound I think that's on Saturday Worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Like in one of the like quieter verses or something where he just makes this crazy like
0: <laughs> like
4: I like I can't even imitate it, but like what's crazy to me also is that like you come up with crazy noises and I'm like, "Man, how did you make that?" And and like but it doesn't it's not that he's not like, "Hey everybody, let's pause for 15 minutes while I can like noodle around on my pedals." Like somehow it just like happens. And it's like I don't know how he does you're doing it like in between songs are like while we're running through songs like I don't understand how I don't know either. how he does that. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just happening, man. Yeah, or it could just be
4: like a happy accident, like who knows, but it always, like he's always coming up with just like really crazy out there sounds, but somehow they seem to fit within like the pop song sort of structure or whatever.
1: Yeah, you guys are putting on a lot of sound for a four piece. So that's for sure. Like it's a pretty big sound and like I said, I don't feel like it's like a wall of sound. It just seems like everything is just cutting through a little bit more. But going back to my my keys question with you, like is that what you're using as a writing tool like primarily right now or: it-
2: I think it helps maybe a little bit like with say guitar, like sometimes you're strumming and you like just have some weird ass fingering and that produces like an interesting sound With keys, it's more like you kind of I feel like I know what I'm playing a little more, I guess. So in some ways it it does help and i can like figure out like exactly what chords i want a little bit easier but on the whole it, like a lot of it is like i'm hearing new sounds and like sometimes you just have like some new effect you've never tried and that just like helps inspire like a
1: new song you also feel like you you like it maybe attack the rhythm of like the vocal delivery differently when you're oh, on yeah. the keys too um like, like, yeah i maybe guess maybe dig into like more of the groove
2: yeah like on Animal Caller for example it's I don't know what kind of vocal rhythm that is but it is like it is different than a lot of stuff I've done it's like da, 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 da. I,
1: yeah dude I think that and Saturday World like you're, you're like digging into something that's like it's a little like very cooler, fucking I guess. groovy and shit <laughs> like and moves really well with the songs like I really dig the vocal deliveries on some of these newer tunes
2: thanks so, yeah I mean it's, it's a lot about like it's a different like cadence I guess like if yeah. that's the word absolutely and i
1: like i do think that uh like a lot of the new confidence i see in the band definitely like stems from like it looking like you are like way more comfortable as a front person for a band and especially like making some of those transitions from the guitar to the keys and and whatnot you just look like like I'm. I know. I already mentioned. It. it looks like you guys are all having a lot more fun, but it, like, it it looks like you're having fun, like while you're doing it and not like overthinking. Yeah, like, I mean, the I'm, moment.
2: I'm. I am better at hiding the fact that I'm a, a nervous wreck. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're, no, seriously. Like your
1: composure on stage is like great because you don't see that. Like I think you could tell that two or three years ago, and I don't think that you can tell that now. And and I totally relate to that same thing, dude. Of like having to. Like I don't know anytime I've done any anything live whether it's play, play my own music or, or do one of these live podcasts in front of people no matter how many times I've done it before like I'm always super nervous about it but I think that there's like is a point where you learn to manage that and it looks like you've gotten a lot better at it and kind of like lock that in.
2: Thanks yeah like I feel like we're all like a bit more confident. Um, I feel like kind of more confident not not amazingly so or and part of it's just like you know like not folk like just not focusing a hundred percent on your playing like focus on how you look a little bit i guess it's part of it
1: yeah i don't know it just looks like you guys are like feeling the music Everybody's just like feeling the music a little bit more in the in the live sense but um yeah this new batch of tunes is cool did you guys this is something you guys recorded kind of DIY style, or did you do this in a studio?
2: Uh, Yeah, we recorded at a beach house, and Jason recorded the whole thing and also mixed the whole thing. His
0: parents' oh, house. Oh, so you Back have... Back to Cody's parents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true.
1: Dope. So you've added a really cool bass player, and Jason is also a, a recording resource. Uh, which... Yeah, somewhat. I, I
4: hadn't recorded anything in, like, quite a long time, like at least three or four years had been since I like recorded a like a band project. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was kind of excited about it. Like we went, yeah, it was like Cody's uh, family's beach house. Like we went out there, we like pushed all the furniture to the walls and just like set up all the recording stuff Hell in the yeah. middle of the living room. We and played a lot of
3: that basketball game.
4: There's also a basketball game in the gr- a Like a, like a that. arcade Dude. basketball shooter game what? in the garage. Mm-hmm. That um, was and well, I mean, like, there was like a unicorn sleeping on the couch too. It was crazy. Um,
1: <laughs> what are we doing? But, uh, Why are we hanging out here?
4: <laughs> Weirdly enough, Cody's super good at the basketball game. Even though I don't think you've ever played basketball in your entire life. You're
1: saying Cody's not athletic?
4: Not that did I'm not you, saying that. You, I,
1: that's what it sounds like. Sports, but
4: yeah, <laughs> well, but like being good at sports, just, you know, being a Sprouts guy, that's a totally different thing. <laughs> yeah, anything you're trying to of those goals than like say like fist size. I'm no good playing bouncy ball, trying to throw it in the you know garbage can. Wait, um, I think Tom didn't. You have the record? I don't know. I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, but it was super fun. Like we, we like grinded for like it was like two and a half like basically two days and then like an afternoon. All all day. All like all like all day pretty much.
1: Um, uh that's cool though when you have like that flexibility. I think that like gives you more room to be creative when you're not worrying about necessarily like wasting studio hours. Yeah. I mean I know yeah, totally. obviously you're on a time crunch and you're trying to get it done in those two days or whatever, but um I would think that that just allows for a little more a little more leeway there in those ideas.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I was stoked to record something because I hadn't in a long time. And then, I mean, we also, we did, like, we got all the drums, the bass, and Eric's guitar, and, like, some of the vocals, well, and Cody's guitar, and, like, I think some of the vocals done. Yeah. But then we recorded the rest of the vocals here, actually. I mean, like, there's more stuff that's not unpacked over there, but... That we recorded it like in my apartment.
1: Oh, I believe you. Yeah, <laughs> I believe you. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to convince me of the yeah. evidence that you have somewhere to do this. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it was super fun. Like, I mean, I mean, also, I think like just having, I mean, not having recorded with them before, obviously, but you guys were going like down to Eugene recording with a dude in Eugene for like the previous EP. I think. Yeah, yeah. And that like just the travel barrier, you know, has something to do with it. But I think like being able to f- at least mix it and like finish it here and not have to like travel to do so probably like helped like just, just like being able to just real time, you know, figure it out without having to spend extra money kind of a thing.
1: Did you mix and master the project as well?
4: Uh, No, we got it mastered. Who'd we get it mastered by? Uh, Sky Onion. Yeah, yeah.
1: But you mixed it?
4: I mixed it, yeah. Dude, I
1: don't know. I think that's like the coolest resource you can have in your band is somebody that has engineering skills. I'm going to have to
3: up my rate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's nice to have like the songs after recorded like be in the, I guess, in the family. Like where, you know, we're not, I mean, yeah, we're sort of, like, waiting for someone to, like, mix it, but we can hound him and stuff. And, he's, yeah. you know, he he's he's invested, too, so it's, like, right. it, ha- it happens a lot quicker than if someone that's not necessarily invested.
1: Exactly. I, th- I think that's, like, th- that's the cool thing is, like, there is, like, a next level of attachment because of that, because somebody is invested. You know, it's just, and I don't know. Did you guys... Participate as a group, participate more in the mixing process with this project because of that? Like, did you do a lot of sitting in the room while Jason was moving knobs and whatnot? Kind of, yeah. I Like, Jason
2: did a really, like, good job, like, mostly on his own. But, I mean, we did, you know, it's like you do a a few rounds of, like, suggestions, little things that you hear and stuff just to refine the mixes. But, no, like, I feel like Jason had, like, you had it mixed, like, pretty pretty solidly, like, just solo.
3: I actually feel like we spent a little less time, like, sitting around and watching the mixing process than we did previously.
2: Oh, yeah, because, I mean, previously, like, uh we were kind of, like, mix. I, th- I feel like before we were mixing more as we went, and maybe that, like, just ate up too much time.
1: Do you also yeah. feel like since Jason was the one mixing it down, he knew what the songs were supposed to sound like? Since you guys... You know, or obviously jamming. Them yeah, I out. guess that's and
2: that then, is part of it. Like, if you're part of the band, you might have a better idea. But do
1: you feel like that, Jason? Yeah. Do you feel like you just kind of had an ear for the direction it should go because you knew whatever, like what the goal with the songs were?
4: Yeah. I mean, I'm. Sh- I mean, not being able to consciously say so, I'm sure that had to have helped. I would. I would think. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like I. I think I initially mixed it and was like, "Hey, here's what I came up with." You know, this is like me doing the work while you don't have to sit there and watch me and, you know, sit on the couch and do nothing while I, like, you know, move the, the decibel up by, like, 0. 0.4 <laughs> yeah. it's here and down <laughs> right, by right, 0.2 yeah. there and, like, all that kind Understood. of stuff. The
1: tedious shit. Yeah,
4: all the stuff that, like, there's really no reason for someone else to be sitting there because they're not even going to. Yeah, it's, it's not just going to piss them off to. anyway. I yeah, hate yeah, being sure. in the
1: room for that stuff, dude.
4: Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's not particularly enjoyable um, for anybody, really. But like,
1: it pisses me off. <laughs> to <hear> the, same, <laughs> the same little sound over and over. Like, you God look like damn. you're yeah.
3: real frustrated about ah! it.
4: Yeah. I'm so mad right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and ho- hopefully, too, like the other concern that I, I think I even probably brought up was like, I've now listened to these songs like 100 million times before they even heard any version of it, you know? Right. So, like, there's choices I might have made. But, but also, I feel like at the same time, I was like, hey, I made some choices. How do you feel about like those choices? Like, please tell me. How you feel and like hopefully I wasn't coming off trying to come off like a like uh, arrogant or or like condescending or anything but I was like you know like here's the choices I made listen to it and see what you think because I can change them uh, and then, you know, also like you're saying, I'm like, I was like more invested in it because I was, I'm part of the band. And also like Cody's my friend and like these guys are my friends and like I hadn't mixed a project like this in a while. So like I was probably way more in my headspace than these dudes were about Yeah, like, you want to impress them
1: and like show them, show them that you know what you're doing. Sure, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, and because of that also, like I was a little bit afraid that I would forget what I was doing because I hadn't done it in like a little while. And yeah. um, I mean like, yeah, hopefully like... I, you know, ho- hopefully I wasn't difficult to work with because at some point I was kind of like, oh, so bad. I spent so many hours on this, like, I can't stand it anymore. <laughs> like, you know, not real. it never really came to that point, but it was like, you know, uh, it's hard, it's hard to, if you're the one, sometimes I think it's hard if you're the one recording versus mixing, it's hard to step away and like hear it with a different head yeah. space, which I think sometimes can be problematic, you know, like you can be your own like worst critic or whatever. Um, but, I don't know. I mean, it was cool to be able to just, like, sit around and be like, what do we think? You know? And without any kind of external pressure, essentially, of ah. like, being in the studio or having to throw cash at it or, you know, whatever.
3: It was also, it was also sort of nice, sort of to diverge a little bit, but in the in the studio process when we were actually like recording having someone recording that actually does percussion like we got to he was like oh what if we brought out the wood block here oh, right? dude i put yeah. bongos on at, it yeah at Hell the end yeah.
4: of fair so weather plan we got to play around <laughs> with
3: some percussion which was pretty cool that's sick which doesn't usually happen
1: yeah someone that
4: I have a hard (laughs) time. I have a hard time mitigating that. Like, Oh dude. And then we could put like some Hammond organ on it and then we could get some shaker in here. And then what if there's a cowbell and then a smaller cowbell (laughs) and then also a wood block and maybe a bongos. We got 50% of those things. I think we got probably all those things. I mean, that's the cool it's thing, It's hard to remember right? sometimes, yeah, but in you like, can, tam- tambourine and all that kind yeah. of whatever.
1: You can put as much as you want on it because you can strip it all away if you need to. Exactly, yeah.
4: Yeah, they probably were annoyed by that. I was like, what if we put tambourine here? <laughs> we can record all of it and then it takes them out later and they're like, okay. They're like,
1: this guy and his I ideas. Into, I was into it. This guy <laughs> and his ideas. He can record us, but we have to deal with his ideas. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Let them do it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> there was one point where we were in, all in the stairwell and we're all just screaming. I think it was Oh, yeah, an that, was oh, yeah that was fun. But that yeah. was like, yeah, one of the cool things.
2: That parts. was our group vocal, like when we say, Animal Gala. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <original>. oh, yeah. <laughs> How did it go? Yeah. We, we could do, right we do it right <laughs> now. we could do it right <laughs> now. All right. One, two, three. <laughs> Wait, I'm we're really ca- doing this? <laughs> no, uh, all right. Okay. it's fine. Tom vetoed that
4: <laughs> shit. He was like, <laughs> "Fuck you guys." Was, no, yeah, no, let's yeah, yeah. not. Let's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there, you know, there's like this R and B version of that song we didn't release, yeah. and like this weird all country <laughs> version too. <laughs> yeah. Man, I can't tell you how many nights spent on that one. <laughs> uh,
1: um. Yeah, man. I think the the record sounds cool. You did a good job, and thanks. Um, I think that's that's very cool that it seems like it's been pretty seamless to have jason kind of become part of the band and he's like you guys have obviously made him an equal member of the band you know with all the like all the we've given him equal time works. you've invested in <laughs> into the project and whatnot um yeah it's just cool it's cool to see how far y'all have come in the, in the last three years so Thanks, Thanks
0: sir Thanks. thank you
1: yeah. well well done we're
2: like yeah we're really happy with the release it's just short but sweet
1: yeah is there is there other tunes that you guys are already working on recording or
2: yeah we pretty much have enough for like another ep right now i mean our next release could be an ep it could be an lp we don't know
1: right on um well i encourage i encourage people to uh to check out the the self-titled EP, and I'll put all the links in the episode notes so people can keep up with the the band. Put all the Instagram handles and all that, all that jazz. But uh, I think some some people should come see these, you know, this live show of yours now, because I think that that's uh, that has like a different energy than the record even has. So it's it's very cool. I dig it quite a bit. It's yeah.
2: man yeah um our next show is uh at the white eagle on august 7th we're playing with uh mantis and a third band that is so secret we cannot possibly mention them right now
1: dang
4: they might not even exist you might not know who it is yet
1: <laughs> yeah. you don't even they're so secret that's crazy so august 7th though
4: yeah, August 7th.
2: I'll try to remember now.
1: to put that on the intro as well so it pounds into people's heads. And, uh, you know, you guys are welcome at the library anytime as far as I'm concerned, you know, until as, as long as I have the rain over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll be back. You uh, already eliminated
4: our library cards. So oh, right on. You know, fall apart in our Good wallets. move.
1: Good move. Um, I it, some books to return. But. Yeah, does anybody else in the band have other bands aside from Jason? Jason, you want to shout out? Your yeah, other I band? also play
4: in another band with my other old homie called Inebriates, dude. And uh,
1: that Chris Ryan song you sent me? Oh yeah, that shit is so good. Oh, thank you. very much. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know what to expect <laughs> from from what you were gonna send me, and I I checked out that jam, and it's it's cool as fuck, dude. Yeah, I, I
4: try not to uh, blur the line between like actual music and comedy music, because uh, sometimes I think that's a little difficult to straddle without being a ding dong but uh yeah thanks thanks. no
1: it's cool just uh i think it informed uh, like just like how i listened even to the super ocean stuff of just like your style of of things because i think i think one of the things that you add to the band like with your bass playing is is you you do give it like some of that more surf rock like punk rock feel to it at times you know yeah, I mean, just the I, style I, of your playing and i know you're saying you're not like a natural like bass player and that's not you know something you've done a lot of but yeah i think that that's like what your sensibility adds yeah like i mean keeping I, the music I like like moving and the like the
4: band i most recently did like the most touring in was a punk rock band and so like i feel like I, I not that I'm consciously trying to like add that because this is obviously not a punk band or whatever but like I feel like it's kind of just inherently there like more of like a driving sort of feel to things yeah and I'm also not very good at playing the bass so <laughs> <laughs> well you're holding
1: it down you're recording the music uh-huh, yeah um, I play
4: those D. D. Ramone riffs then yeah I'll, I'll buddy set, you know yeah
1: um well I appreciate you guys hanging it's I'm glad that we got to to do this again um and I'm I'm stoked about what what you guys are doing and the music you're putting out. So, thanks, yeah. Thanks, thanks. fun. I'm thanks. stoked
4: on you and your podcast.
1: <laughs> thanks yeah. for doing the thing. This was super super fun to hang. Uh we end I don't even know if this was a, a a tradition yet, but we end every episode of the podcast with the guest saying it's a program and I don't even know if we did that the first time oh, around. We 100% did, did that. You did, right? <laughs> I remember. Oh, that. you know what, dude? <laughs> Also, this is so good. Right after we recorded, um, I don't know if the rest of you were in the room yet, but Tom came up to me and he was just like, dude, were we the most awkward band that you've had on so far? (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, but it was charming. Like, it was cool. It was cool.
3: (laughs) That... That definitely happened.
1: But it was so funny. I just remember that right now. That I you forgot fucking, about that. That until you came right up now. like it I don't know why it just clicked in for me right when you reminded me that you have said it's a program, but I just remember that moment of you like coming into the control room. <laughs> Were we the most
3: awkward? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Was dude. this better? You
1: guys are awesome. This is super fun. This is rad. This is this is great. Super super ocean hang. Yeah. Super. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys have to say it's a program all together so we can properly uh, sail this thing out.
4: we saying it all at once or separately?
1: Oh, you're going to say it as a band. Okay. Jason. Oh. You will do it together. Cody, you going to count it off. <laughs> all right. Uh,
4: one, two, three. It's, it's a program. A program.
1: That's uh, that's Super Ocean. Everybody, they nailed it. I think you know what? Now I really remember it because I think somebody kept saying <laughs> it's a program the first time, <laughs> and we had to do it a couple times. I'm gonna go ahead so and guess that
3: that was Cody. <laughs> oh yeah,
5: I
1: think he's just like time. that's not right. You, you guys are singing wrong. <laughs> I that's bet Super Cody did sing,
5: it. Did, sing you it. did sing it. You guys time. did
1: nail it though. You guys yeah, nailed it's it a this
5: program. time. Yeah, it basically that.
1: You yeah. got it. You got it done. Uh, appreciate the hang. I will. Uh, we're gonna play it out with with uh, Blue Wave Waiting off of the the self-titled EP, which is available on all the streaming services and whatnot. Follow this band, and uh, that's the Jelly Jams. We will catch you on the flip side, Portland.